Have you ever had one of those moments when the world around you just stopped its swirling and its noisiness, leaving you somewhat spellbound in the vastness of time and space? Where for just the briefest of moments, no one is calling your name, the phone isn't blinging, the dog's not barking, and you feel perfectly placed and balanced in your body, your mind, and your heart? I've had them, although rather fleetingly as of late. Nonetheless, one of the biggest things I've learned on my yoga journey is how to tap into the quietude of these brief moments by simply standing still. And that's what I want to share with you today. In this episode, I teach you how to open your eyes and your heart to the possibility in the divine pause and stand embodied in the moment and in the truth of all that you already are. I'm Michelle Robinson, entrepreneur, yoga teacher, Ayurvedic consultant, and life student, and your host on this podcast, Om at Home. dive into the practical part of this episode, I want to take a moment to shed some light on the title of this podcast and of my business as it plays a big part in the concept I'm about to unpack. Bear with me on this because finding the right words to explain what I'm hoping to explain here has taken me quite some time to piece together. And I think that's mostly because what I'm trying to clarify is more of a feeling than a definition per se. It's going to get a little bit woo, but you already knew that. Okay. So the name of my business, ambiance, is a play on two words, the Sanskrit word om and the English word ambience. Let's define the latter first. According to dictionary.com, ambience is a word that describes, quote, the mood, character, quality, tone, atmosphere, etc., particularly of an environment or milieu. Basically, it's the surrounding in which you find yourself. And because you have an incredible network of sensory input devices, AKA your sense organs and your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and your skin, you've learned to compute and understand what feels right in your environment and what feels wrong. Then of course, there's that sixth sense that as woo woo as this sounds, I believe is your ability to intuitively know beyond your senses, what is right versus what is wrong. For example, I'm sure you've had an experience before when you walked into a room and for whatever reason, it just didn't feel right. Maybe the hairs on the back of your neck stood up affirming what your intuition registered or a shiver ran down your spine. Whatever it was, you just knew that in that moment, in that space, that it didn't feel good and you had to get out of there. Or maybe you have that favorite place you like to be in that feels completely safe and secure and you feel content and totally at ease. All your worries dissolve into the background and you could just stay in that place forever. Everything everywhere has an ambience. Now the other word I mentioned, om, may be somewhat less familiar. That being said, if you've practiced yoga or even just looked it up, it's likely that you've heard this word in class or seen the symbol tattooed or adorned on various clothing or yoga mats. This ancient Sanskrit word often spelled O-M is actually spelled A-U-M and is said to represent the sound from which the entire universe manifests. 
originally found in the Vedas, which is a set of time-worn Hindu texts that date back to well over 5,000 years ago. This ancient sacred symbol is more than a word, but a sound. And as you know, sound is vibration. Therefore, Om is a vibration within which all that we know exists. In a nutshell, Om is the ultimate reality of all things. Dr. David Frawley, a scholar of yoga and Ayurveda, writes this about the sacred sound. Quote, Om serves to energize or empower all things and all processes. It is the sound of affirmation that allows us to accept who we are and open up all the potentials of consciousness. I like that. I'm going to read that last line again. So his quote, it is the sound of affirmation that allows us to accept who we are and open up all the potentials of consciousness. Okay, stay with me here another minute as I expand on the pronunciation and a bit more of the philosophy of this word. Okay, the first letter A, pronounced as a long ah sound, represents the past, your birth, uh, and symbolizes the wakeful state where, by way of your senses, you take in, process, and understand the external world around you, your environment. The second vowel, U, pronounced oo refers to the dream state in which the past, your logical reasoning, based on what your experiences were, merge with the present and invokes a kind of formulation of your imaginings and desires as they start to bubble up and surface from within. Next is that of a humming M sound, which is said to correspond with the future and with it a deep dreamless state of being where pure consciousness resides. Finally, there is the silence after the sounding of Aum, where you can, honest to goodness, learn to feel the quietude of time and space, the sound behind all sounds. You still with me? To make a long story short, everything, everyone, everywhere, all has an ambiance, a unique vibration or feel to it or them. Thus, ambiance yoga and wellness is first and foremost a facility where I want you to feel welcomed and comfortable in an external environment. It's a space where when you walk through the doors, I want that environment to help you to feel at ease, to feel safe and respected as exactly as you are. Secondly, myself and the dedicated and inspiring group of teachers who I have teach with me and the practitioners who work at the facility are also here to help support an inner environment eh, that helps you to cultivate some kind of honest understanding of what really and truly is going on within. That includes, of course, not just how your physical body feels with its potential aches and pains, but also how your thoughts make you feel, how that translates into a mood, how your breath, how your energy feels. And if you really want to get down to it, an understanding of all of that coming together in some form of your life's purpose. You see yoga and all that you do on a mat, on your yoga mat, it's a mere preparation for what you do off the mat in your everyday. And this podcast is an extension of that. Om at home is an opportunity for me to highlight bits of these practices as it pertains to you living your most radiant and conscious self. And when I say self, I'm referring to a capital S self, 
the self, that it is the truth of who you are, what I like to call the sound of your heart. If I've learned anything over the years of my time practicing yoga, it is that only when I'm honest in acknowledging what my inner environment is saying that I can truly feel and live authentically and with purpose. With practice, I've become more adept at handling the ever-changing world around me. Yoga has taught me how to pay attention to the sound behind the sounds simply by learning how to be still. For in every pose, everything that you do on that mat, there is an opportunity to land, to pause, and to be fully engaged in the moment. It doesn't matter if you're standing on your head, sitting on your butt, or lying down. In every asana, which is Sanskrit for posture, there is, like in the silence at the end of Om, an opportunity to embody the vibration of all that was to get you to the pose, all that is happening right now, and the release of what is yet to be. In the intro of this episode, I said I was going to teach you how to stand and embody the moment. So unless you're behind the wheel of your car, I want you to take the next few minutes, you know, five, seven minutes or so, and do this exercise with me now. If you have the opportunity to stand up, do so. That being said, this exercise can be done while seated or lying down in a chair. I'm going to go ahead and assume that you've stood up, but again, these uh, words that I'm going to guide you through can be reflective, of course, if you're sitting down also. All right, let's start by just simply taking a deep breath. So breathe with me, breathe in. And then as you exhale, just draw your attention into your body. How does your body feel? What are you noticing? Is there any specific part or place that's telling you something? Is somewhere crying out for your attention? Or maybe your thoughts are too loud and you can't even hear your body talk. That happens. If so, you might want to hit the pause button and just take a couple more deep breaths and see if that helps your mind settle so that you can listen to your body. Sometimes it helps, but it doesn't always. And that's okay. With time, you know, with practice, eventually that quieting down will start to take place. Okay, with your mind in the body, Bring your attention all the way down to your feet and become aware of how they are positioned and holding the weight of your body above. Notice if there's an evenness in distribution of weight over your feet. And after taking a moment to clarify what is or isn't happening, is there anything you need to do to create more evenness in how your feet are positioned? You, know, you might even notice if they're turned out, turned in, or if you can create a nice parallel line with your feet and your ankles. Okay, now with your feet affirmed beneath you, let your attention start to rise up your lower leg into your knees. Now I'm a knee locker, so I'm constantly reminding myself to soften them. What about you? Do you notice your knees are prone to pushing backwards in a locked position? This is really rigid and because of course what happens below obviously eventually happens above, okay, we have to keep those knees soft. A sense of softness in knee joint allows the muscles of your legs to do what they need to do which is to stabilize. And this is the same kind of you know, balancing evenness that you did down in your feet. 
Okay, what happens in your feet, your ankles, your knees influences what goes on above in the rest of your body. So see if you can create some evenness from your knees down. It's a balancing act. And we're constantly working to find the right ways to stay balanced. And next, I want you to bring your hands onto your hips and slowly tilt your pelvis forward and then backwards. Sitting for long hours slumped over your desk wreaks havoc on your spine, and yet society deems it an acceptable practice. But somewhere in between your backward tilt or tuck and your forward flop, there's a neutral position. And when you find it, you should feel a kind of soft lengthening in your low back while the lower abdomen gently contracts to help hold a steady position in your pelvis. Taking the time to understand this kind of pivotal balance place at your hips and your legs helps also to understand the kinetic chain of all of the parts of your body. Everything's connected. What you do below happens above in some kind of manner. Okay, relax your arms down beside you and then let your attention slowly draw upwards to the rib cage, to your heart space, to your chest. What are you noticing here? Okay, is there you know, any misalignment? Does your low back flop forward? Hopefully with that steadiness of your pelvis, you've created and maintained that softness about the back. What about the collarbones? How does this feel about your chest? How do your arms and shoulders okay, position themselves almost hanging here beside you? What about your breath? Hopefully you can notice some kind of respiratory function. There has to be movement and not just in your chest, but elsewhere as your breath moves both in and out of your body. And so now as of course we've brought our attention up here into our body, we get to the you know, pivotal point of our shoulders. You know, so much of the time our shoulders are slouched forward and round or sometimes as we hold a phone under one ear, a shoulder rises and all this can create tension around our neck. Learning how to drop gently the shoulders down and onto the back can create a most blissful feeling in your body and really then helps to dissolve excess tension from your neck and from your throat. And speaking of your neck and throat, this whole tech neck or text neck is a real problem. Recent studies show that when the neck is out of neutral position, that's that kind of normal straight up and down, the weight of your head is only about 10 to 12 pounds. Still, that's a lot. Think about a 10 pound bag of potatoes. That's, that's a pretty heavy thing to carry. But when your neck is misaligned or slouched and dropped forward as you gaze at the screen, that add, that 10 to 12 pounds turns into about 50 to 60 pounds of pressure on those neck muscles. And of course that translates down into the back and that translates into the chest and into the shoulders. So you get a whole host of hurt. When it comes to positioning your head, see if you might invite your chin to become parallel with the ground and then draw the front of your throat back a little bit. Of course, that's gonna move the back of your neck back also. But this really helps to create a more accessible alignment in your neck 
and then turn limit the amount of strain on your neck on your shoulders and on your back and the work that it needs to do all that needs to do to support your head you might even bring your attention to the very top of your crown and then visualize this imaginary string right this invisible string rising up and out of the crown as if it's working to help suspend you in time and space arriving to this upright and balanced position on your feet is called samastitihi or equal standing pose and the purpose of the pose is a practice coming into attention to learn to recognize what it is to stand and be in attention in a balanced undistracted state the best part about this pose samastitihi or equal standing posture is that you can practice it anywhere at any time standing in your kitchen at the sink standing in line at the grocery store or even taking that all important moment at your desk to just sit up to engage the abdominal muscles to settle and soften the shoulders and to right the neck let yourself just pause in this balanced state in this balanced place and breathe breathe in fill up and breathe out and as you do notice that even in this stillness position there's a constant play of movement okay this movement of course of your breath but also the constancy of the movement in the world around you okay this movement of the world around you is something we're constantly working to stay balanced in and the movement within you is your unique resonance through yoga and the mindfulness it provides you can learn to identify the sound of the sensations of the movement and the environment around you and of course the all important environment within you and ultimately the sound of yourself so that anything that you do or expose yourself to is aligned and resonant in some harmonious way so as to support ultimately the symphony that is your life if you'd like to practice more of this equal standing posture I invite you to look through the show notes as I've gone ahead and recorded a video, a, a class uh, that's available on our YouTube page. So go ahead and check it out. Of course, you're welcome to join me in class too. Visit ambianceyoga.com for all of our upcoming classes, workshops, and offerings. Until then, stand tall. Stand confidently, stand in your resonance, and let the world around you dissolve into the background. In the next episode, I want to share with you another simple yet all-important practice that really makes yoga yoga. Until then, drop me a line, visit the Ambiance Yoga website, or better yet, 
unroll your yoga mat next to mine so we can practice together.